0: It's the People of the PNW podcast. Welcome back. This is Don Colston, your developer for the Pacific Northwest region. This is a podcast created for all the best practices that we're learning out in the field or the secrets that you have and tips from your office and your market. As a developer for this long-tenured group of teams, I'm so proud and excited about the big strides we're making on working together across boundaries to continuously build a stronger brand of Express. Today we are joined by Aaron Spiro, General Manager in the Fast Growing Seattle office. Welcome to the Snoqualmie studio, Aaron.
1: Wow, thanks for having me, Don.
0: We appreciate you being here and sharing what you're doing with your team, because whatever you're doing, Aaron, is totally working.
1: Thanks. Thanks. We're trying.
0: As you know, in this market, it's really tough right now to find, especially find, to train, hire, retain the staff. So I love that we have you to kind of share what's working in your market. So again, we really appreciate you being here and sharing with the rest of the region. Thanks. All right. So. We have a few offices that are doing this really well, but like I said, you mastered it in a really short time. So we're excited and we're jealous that we all get to watch Seattle kicking our butts right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's the 57 varieties, I promise.
0: <laughs> no, I love it. So Aaron, can you share with us a little bit about where you're finding the right people that fit into your culture?
1: Yeah, so first and foremost, A great leader in the Pacific Northwest region, Don Colston, once told me, always be looking for good talent. And that's something that we definitely do at Express Seattle. We're always looking for really, really great all-stars who would be interested in coming into the internal team. And that's both on the sales side as well as the recruiting side.
0: So what do you mean by always be
1: looking? Yeah. So
0: even if you don't have an opening, you're looking?
1: Yeah, always. And that extends past just interviews that the recruiters might take. It is reaching out to the community and staying connected with um, powerful individuals in the greater Seattle region who know um, up and coming all-stars.
0: So what does that like process look like for you when you start, let's say you identify someone that applies to a job or you identify someone that maybe Maya interviewed in the admin. What does it look like to take them to that next step?
1: Yeah, so first and foremost, I need a green light from one of my recruits. Every single candidate that comes into our office or that we hear about is screened through the recruiting team first. And so sometimes that goes through a um, recruiting coordinator who may do a phone screen, but more often than not for an internal position, it starts with our administrative recruiter. In this sense, her name is Maya Jensen. Um, She's definitely an all-star of of her own in Seattle. She's in the top 20 year to date for Express's administrative professionals and slowly rising the ranks. So Go oh, Maya! <laughs> We're really lucky to have her and she comes all the time with good people who who may fit the bill for something within our team and from there I ask her a little bit about the person, their qualities, their timeline and I look at what our internal staff needs at the time and what it may need over the next year and based off Uh, that conversation and angle, I decide if I want to bring them in to have a conversation. And usually I try and set up a few minutes over the phone to set some good expectations. I don't want to bring someone in with the intention of them thinking that there's a job opening if there's not, but more as a liaison for them within the Seattle market. You know, there's a lot of companies out there who are looking for good people, and we have the uh, fortunate ability to be able to bring people in to say, hey, it doesn't hurt to have a conversation with me. I know great HR managers in the city, and we're always looking for good people. Take this time to network and make a new connection, and you never know what will come out of it. Definitely. And the key point there
0: that I just want to reemphasize is you get buy-in from your staff. I love that you get buy-in. We're trying to build teams here, and you're building a great team, so congrats on that.
1: Thank you. And if anyone ever wants to see that, feel free to stop by the downtown (laughs) Seattle Express office from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday.
0: Good plug. We love <laughs> Thank that. You. Or if you have good people, send them. And I know you just picked up a really big gem from another office. Talk about that.
1: Oh yes, Ruby Roads. Uh, we are very, very fortunate to have her. Um, she came from the express office in Bellingham, Washington. Just
0: a little weak office Oops. in our region.
1: Uh, <laughs> the largest <laughs> office. And, uh, you know, when I first heard that Ruby was moving down to Seattle, it was from somebody named Stacy Snodgrass, who <laughs> is also a leader in the express region in her own right. And to hear Stacy say, you know, I have this person, and I think, you know, she works really hard. She's an all-star. I paused, and I said, "Stacy, you're giving a gold star on somebody this is amazing. I want to talk to her. I want to hire her. And um, we haven't looked back since.
0: Well, if I recall, you were actually in the process with a couple people pretty deep and you were like, (laughs) done.
1: Yeah. You know, it's hard to find people who know the system. That's for sure. And uh, for those who are looking for an opportunity to grow within an industry, I definitely recommend staffing. It's not the easiest. You have to be able to adjust to change easily and to stay positive, even when um, the ship may be sinking if you're in it together uh, it keeps moving forward and I you know f- for myself would argue that it's definitely a place where you can grow within the industry because I joined the industry only two years ago and I feel like I'm doing pretty pretty fine. I'd say you are thank you for sharing that. So
0: we're in a sales industry we're all salespeople um, I think we also have to really sell when we're we're talking to internal candidates so, especially being in a competitive marketplace that we are. So talk a little bit about some of the things you say to try to sell our company.
1: Yeah, and when we're competing against companies like Amazon and Microsoft or the next 50 startups popping up around the city, it's hard to compete with some of these salaries and benefits. Um, first and foremost, it's all about what we can offer intrinsically. You know, we offer competitive pay, we offer 401k and medical dental vision and all sorts of great perks that may appeal to people, but We aren't just offering, you know, the goodies involved. It's about the culture that somebody walks into. When you walk into Express Seattle, you're not just walking into a nine-to-five where you punch in and punch out. We really are a family and we're a close-knit team, and we really work together to create that. We do things at work and outside work to make sure that, you know, we're staying positive, happy, and healthy, and motivated. Uh, And that's really important that people feel comfortable and find a home within their work.
0: Oh, that's perfect. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. What does a person's first day look like in your office?
1: Usually very overwhelming for them. Um, We like to throw them in and really get them uh, to start absorbing some good information. So in terms of day one, a part of that time will be shadowing the person who, if there is somebody in the role, shadowing the person within that role, seeing what their day-to-day looks like. I do a personal orientation as well, where I go over my expectations for them and making it really clear what expectations they hold for me as a manager for them too, to remind them that as we go through this process, there is a two-way street and that every week we're going to be sitting down one-on-one to talk about how we can improve for each other. And that's really, really important for the success of our team. So we go through that orientation and uh, I tell them a little bit about what benefits they have at their disposal, how to set good expectations for themselves and the people around them so that they can be successful. And from there, we have a, I'm very lucky to say, we have a great internal system that helps us with onboarding. It's a whole certification process through the Express University, and we set them on that, but we try not to overwhelm them. I find that having them plug into online classes all day tends to burn them out, and is not what they're looking for (laughs) on their first day. So I try and be realistic with what I want them to get done over the first 10 days. But a lot of that first day, I want them to be interacting and feeling what the culture looks like and seeing, you know, how, what they can bring to the table in terms of their personality and traits and their work ethic and where they can learn to grow from others.
0: Well, and Express, like power train that you set them up on is so interactive in the fact that it's, you know, a little bit of book training, a little bit of EU training or some videos and then on the job training and engaging everyone in that is really important. Absolutely. So I'm going to back up a little bit because you brought up a really good point. Before they get to their first day, I mean, let's talk about what we do before that day because you want them to come in and feel welcome and appreciated. And I've learned some good tips from some other offices and developers along the way. One of them being, you know, start them off on a Tuesday or start off at nine o'clock and let everyone get in, get settled, and then, for those owners that have been at Discovery Days at Express headquarters, it's like when they walk in, everyone stands and welcomes them. Like what a great treat that would be to really have that special everyone's in, Every you're coming out of your stand-up and you're greeting the new person and high-fiving them or making them feel welcome. I love that.
1: Yeah. And just to throw in a, a tidbit, statistically, you're more likely to retain somebody if you start them on a Thursday than any other day of the week. I love that. Yeah, and that's huge both in the industrial recruiting market because of um, generally the, the labor intensiveness of the position, but also within our own staff, getting thrown in on a Monday and having five full days where you're navigating new waters and you're trying to understand how your job is going to affect your life can be pretty overwhelming. But if you break that down into just two really full days, it gives an individual the weekend to absorb that material and come in Monday fresh, really having a better sense of where to start the week. Good tip.
0: Start them later in the morning, even if it's 8.30 or 9, and start them later in the week. Love that. Let's also make sure that you allow the five to seven business days for um, to set up the powertrain, get that all open. They have a computer, they have a login, they have a clean space that has a nice welcome, note card, whatever, flowers, whatever you want to do for them. But let's also make sure that you allow time if you have that time to order business cards so then, when they're coming out of powertrain and they're hitting the road they have their own business cards it's nothing makes you feel more
1: special than that and i would argue to really be proactive in those steps you know if you have a planner that you use for your internal office like we you know in express seattle we do i make that for them ahead of time i order the business cards right when we have an accepted offer before they start. So they see that when they walk in. I have their phone set up. I have their account set up because it says a lot about your organization as a business owner. If your candidate comes in on their first day and you don't even have their their chair put together at their desk, let alone um, their profile set up. And so for them to be able to sit down and see that you've really taken the time to make sure that you've thought about what they need to succeed and that they have it from day one shows that you're committed to them with the expectation that they're also committed to you.
0: Definitely agree with that. And not only that, sometimes that's the expectation that people come in at. When we don't do that is when we're really going the wrong direction with them. All right, so you talked a little bit about their first day. Can you talk a little bit about, you alluded to the powertrain and to the 10 days. Can you talk about what that looks like and who you engage
1: Yeah, so within the first 10 days, 10 business days of an employee's start with Express, they go through this online program called Powertrain, and it's provided by the corporate office of Express. And um, a lot of great leaders within the Express community have taken the time to record really meaningful content that is their need to know within the beginning of their time with Express, both within the recruiting market and what you may need to know in terms of recruiting lingo both within Express, also on the legal side, starting to understand what compliance you'll need to know as part of the job. It's very comprehensive. It even goes into how do you talk to candidates in a professional manner so that they feel welcome. And that diversity gives them the opportunity to ask good questions. I don't expect them to take this 10-day online training and be experts, but I do expect them to absorb the information to the extent at which they know where maybe they'll need to spend more time and less time so that they can prioritize accordingly and ask good questions.
0: Great. All right. So now that we've done the onboarding and we've done power training, let's talk a little bit about what continuous training and development looks like because I feel that is so vital in our process. And sometimes once we get through that initial training, we kind of let up a little bit or we're hiring our next person, which is great. But how do we keep a continual training and development program for all of our
1: people? Yes. So I think the word that I'm hearing from you over and over is Kaizen, which is continuous improvement. It literally means that. And it is the key to intrinsic success for any professional within their work. If somebody isn't continuously learning and growing, they get bored. And if they get bored, they're going to chase an opportunity that may be more meaningful to them. And every manager has the power and ability to be able to provide training to their staff so that they can continuously improve. And so for the Seattle office, we have a few different methods which we go through. Um, We use two different scientific things, for lack of a better (laughs) word, that I found to be really successful to help the staff understand where they can grow. Um, The first one is called the StrengthsFinder evaluation. And the second one is grit and how you apply it. So StrengthsFinder looks at an individual's natural born ability, what maybe they wake up with and inherently are able to do better than others because of just a natural gift within that field. Grit is the exact opposite. Grit is the amount of time and effort you're putting into something and the way in which you go about it to master something. If you're taking bite-sized chunks over time and you're continuously looking at where can I improve and take little pieces and focus on them every week, you can really enhance your learning. And when you combine that with something like StrengthsFinder, your natural born abilities, the exponential growth you have within a professional sphere is huge. And so over the first I would argue two to three months, we look at the strengths of an individual, and we talk about ways both within their work life and sometimes their personal life, they can implement focusing on strengthening their individual strengths through using grit and staying consistent and tracking how they're doing. And I find that that really motivates them.
0: You're absolutely right. And I'm a big fan of that as well as a big fan of you, Aaron. So thank <laughs> you for being here. Is there any additional tips you want to share or best practices that work for you?
1: I would say smile and be motivated to have a good day every day. If as a leader, you're positive and you feel good about where you are and where your staff is, but you're motivated to grow and you set realistic expectations, but you hold your staff and yourself to them, you'll find all stars. They'll come to you because they want to have that opportunity. And I want to uh, myself have the opportunity to help them grow too, because in a lot of ways they help me grow as a manager. And I'm really grateful for that. And I'm extremely grateful for my team. And if you're focusing on that gratitude and coming in every day positive, you're going to have an all-star team no matter what you do. Well, and you make your team an
0: all-star team because you're hiring the right people, you're giving them that support and training, and you're surrounding them with like people. And it makes a big difference. Aaron, thanks for making the trek south and dealing with the traffic today. We appreciate Always. you being present here with us and teaching us some new things about podcasts. I know you're an expert at it as well. <laughs>
1: Thank you, Don. I appreciate the time.
0: (laughs) All right, everyone. So let's keep putting people to work. And until next time, um, keep focusing on your people. Thanks so much.